number two of the Bill Michael Show. How we looking? Going to hear from Brian Gudikins coming up later on the day and see if he says anything of substance. Uh, I wouldn't expect it, but we'll see. See what happens. Um, I'm sure he's going to have some opinions or give you a little bit of insight as to maybe uh, what's going on with certain guys, obviously uh, what they're thinking via Devontae Adams. I'm not going to say that he's going to say, hey, we're going to franchise tag him, but uh, he'll give you insight as to whether or not they want to work out a long-term deal with him. Obviously, uh, they brought in a new kicker yesterday. Does this mean the beginning of the end of Mason Crosby? Um, you know, how he feels about the relationship with Aaron Rodgers. And certainly Rodgers was speaking glowingly of that yesterday. So there's a lot to get to. We'll hear from uh, Brian Gudikins coming up uh, a little bit later on in the program. So stay tuned for that. Mike Clemens is going to join us after the fact and give us his thoughts as to what Goody had to say. Uh, let's uh, talk a little Aaron Rodgers. Dave is on hold. Dave, welcome to the program, The Bill Michael Show. What's going on, man? Hey, uh, not a whole lot. How are you doing today? I am doing well, man. What are you thinking? Well, um, I'd like to discuss this a little bit uh, about Aaron uh, Rodgers. Sure. Um, you know, as a fan, we all love him. That is, that's undisputed. Uh, you talk to us about anybody who's ever been a fan of his and even yet today, they love him. They may not love his decisions that he's making, but they still love him. But I don't think they understand the decision that he really has to make. I mean, you're talking about a, a man who's trying to lay his future out, you know, and that takes a mm-hmm. lot of thought. Um, right. A lot of it, I have, I have to say, does with management, um, who they're going to keep on the team for him if he's still there. Um, how much he's going to take in a pay cut because if they keep his main players, he's going to have to take a pay cut because of the salary cap. So that's a big decision right. there to make too. Um, and the, the players that, uh, that he discusses that he wants around him, you know, that lays on management, not just Rogers. So there's a whole lot of things that has to come together before he can actually make that decision in my view. Yeah. And I don't think I, I don't think I'm being unreasonable at all. No, I, I but but I think he knows what he wants to do. Uh, and, and as far as taking a pay cut goes, that to me that's the number one thing that you have to circle. Does he want to take a pay cut, or does he just want to defer money? Uh, this whole thing about do the Packers are prepared to go all in to make him the highest paid player is that necessary? Is he is he demanding that, or are the Packers just saying? I mean, there, there's that to me. The number one thing for Aaron Rodgers in the determination as to whether he stays or goes is to what he wants salary wise, what they can afford to keep around him, and does he understand that whole c- circumstance? You know what I mean? Yes, I do, and I, you know, I, I and I tend to agree with you a hundred percent. But it, I'm laying this out for the other people who've been calling in and. Right, you know, when when he when he when he's out on the field, they're all for him. Now that football season is over, and he's trying to make the decision, we've got a lot of people bad mouthing him, and I don't think that's fair. Right. Well, I, I think where people are bad mouthing him, and, and appreciate the phone call. Thanks so much for giving us a buzz. I really th- appreciate it, Dave. Uh, I think when people bad mouth him, what they're bad mouthing is we went through the drama with Favre. Of five years of I might retire, I might not retire. He cried down in Chicago, got all choked up. We thought that was the end. Then he came back. And what happened was Favre enjoyed the bravado of the discussion about whether he will or will not 
And then he really enjoyed walking back through the door during Fan Fest uh, of 1265 to the adulation of the fans. And, you know, oh, thank God Brett is back and all. And everybody kissed his ass. And the the argument to be made is Rogers had said that he didn't ever want to do that. He didn't want to be like that. He didn't want to be that guy. And he's like that guy on steroids at this point. I think that's if Rogers comes out and says, look, I just want to win. He, he won't, he won't, it's not that he won't commit because he, he's not. He's waiting to see how things play out. But Rogers, for as much as people say he doesn't have control, the team has the control. No, he has the control because all he's got to do is say, I don't need to be the highest paid player. It's it, like he said in his, his press conference going back to the beginning of last season. If he just comes out and says it's not about the money, it's about winning in the relationships. Does he feel like he has a voice at the table? If he says the relationship's good, okay, check. That box is checked. If it's not about the money, then just say, look, I want to be able to give this team the cap flexibility to be able to go out and grit, get guys or keep guys that are going to help us win. That's what I think fans are waiting for. He does. He dances. Just shut up and tell us the truth. Just say, are you in it to win it? Or are you in it for the money? Or are you in it just for you and Devontae Adams? This isn't a toy. This is a franchise. Other guys matter. It's not just about you and Devontae. That's where people get frustrated. And I think they have a right to be. Just say what you just Just say it. Quit putting out these cryptic messages and then, you know, and then, oh, I, I love my guys. It's all beautiful and everything. Shut up. Let's just move on. Just say, are you in it to win it? That's what people want to hear. That's where people get frustrated. We know you love everybody. We know you've got peace in your heart. The funny thing is you don't have a relationship with your family. So we know you're a hypocrite, okay? You can cleanse your colon. You can blow out your O-ring. You can throw up all over the place. But are you going to play football for less money and make this team more viable to be able to win a championship? Because at this point, it's about whether or not that window is going to close faster or it's going to close longer. You know? If he wants to take off, take off. If he wants to stay, stay. What people want to hear is that you're in it, much like these people that invest their hard-earned money and whatever it happens to be to go to see games or buy jerseys or whatever, people put their, they invest their heart into this. This is a community team. I mean, the stock sale is coming to an end. You know, people are buying a piece of paper to say that they've given money. It's not, you know, people say, well, I'm an owner. That's great. But, you know, there's not this overwhelming voice as an owner. Okay, what you are buying is a piece of paper to say, I support my team. That's it. You're putting your money where your mouth is. I support my team. What you want is your guy to say, I'll take a pay cut. I'm going to come back. I'm going to give Goody and Russ Ball flexibility to bring in some additional players to keep the guys we could use, like Devondre, like Rasul. Keep these guys around. Add some additional depth up next to Kenny Clark. Give me another tight end to throw to if Tanya doesn't work out. Let's make sure the offensive line is good. Let's make sure we've got additional pass rush on the outside. If Zedarius is back and healthy and is willing to take a less deal, let's bring him back. Let me give you that flexibility. And that's what people are like, this guy's all in. We love this guy. He's in it like we're in it. We're in it with our heart. We're in it with our soul. We're in it with our emotions. Are you in it or not? Or is it just about you and Devontae getting paid? That's where people have a, a disconnect with Aaron Rodgers. And he doesn't get that. It's not about the regular season anymore. If you come back and you take all the money, who cares? You know you're not going to win a Super Bowl.
But if you come back and you don't take all the money and you make sure that this team gets better and you're in it to win it, we don't care about the regular season. What we always start to look forward to is what team is going to be best suited to knock off the Green Bay Packers in the postseason and have you done enough to fortify this team that that team, if the Green Bay Packers are healthy, doesn't have a really good shot at beating them, whether it's at home or on the road. I don't care. Because home hasn't proven to be the safe haven that you thought it would be. You wanted people back at uh, Lambeau Field. You wanted a crowd. You wanted the cold. You wanted the snow. And you blew it. I mean, you blew it bad. Blew it bad. So now the question is, do you do enough to be able to say, I'm going to give enough back to be able to say we've got enough talent to win? That's what fans care about. And then if you do that and you win a title, people will look at you as like a hero, man. Uh, That's your legacy. That's your stamp forever. Bam! That's your stamp on this team. But if you come back and you take your time and talk about your cleansing and your anti-vax and your immunization and all your political views and you do it every week and but oh by the way you're taking 40 million a year and Devontae's getting 20 and it's you too and you're going to throw it to him and force the ball to him again and you don't have enough money to keep Devondre Campbell you don't have enough money to keep Rasul Douglas you don't have enough money to fortify the defensive front you've got rookies now that have to come in and perform at top notch just to be able to get this team back into the postseason or be viable and you really don't have that ability to spend additional money on top of it and you end up being you know a 13 win team and one and done again in the postseason who cares who can just start it oh just who cares who cares because then you've shown your true colors your true colors aren't necessarily about winning it's about you you first you and your boy you and your guy Devonte. it's about bringing back randall cobb it's about it's about keeping Tanyan around. I mean, I, not that I think Tanyan's bad. It's just, but it's about your guys, your click of guys. The Bakhtiari. It's about everybody getting paid. You want to keep them around, but you don't want to give them enough money back to be able to say we can go out and create a championship. That's it. That's what people want to hear. That's what people want to hear. I was just um, before I left uh, for the weekend. Last it was last Thursday. I got a friend of mine owns a car dealership. I was talking to him. His words were, if Rodgers doesn't take a pay cut, F him. And then he, he not that he's going to give his tickets up because he knows that legacy-wise, you know, you're going to keep your tickets uh, because somebody's waiting in the wings to grab him. But he knows, he's like, look, I'm not going to go to any more games. I'm not going to spend a ton of money putting on tailgates for clients and such because we're not going to do anything. We're not going to win. He said, I'll just start giving them away as prizes here for people that buy cars and we'll just wait and see what happens in the next few years if they can win, and if they don't, then they'll give his tickets up. Because he knows coming down the pipe is not another Hall of Fame quarterback. And that's the other thing the Packers better understand. The 80s, the 70s and 80s, there is this loyalty. There is this want. We will be back to the what Lombardi built. We'll get there. You brought back Forrest Gregg. You brought back Bart Starr. You were reaching for greatness. There was always this hope. You thought, oh, okay, it may be some point. And then things started to wane. Okay, Lenny and Fonny wasn't good. Things were starting to take the downturn. Bob Harlan saw it. That waiting list was shrinking and shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. You're like, "Uh uh-oh, if this losing continues, that waiting list isn't going to be a waiting list anymore. Suddenly we're not going to have sold-out games. People were still supportive. People still love their Packers, but you're only going to put up with losing for so long. Can you imagine, say, over the next two, three decades, in today's day and age, 
of give it to me now, I want it fast, I want it out the window, of fast food service, I want my service now. We've got an app for that. It's a lot different than it was back in the 80s. People will get tired of it real quick, and they're going to be like, why am I spending my money on this crap? That's where things are. That's the reason there's such a there's such a turning point right now and what we're waiting for, what we're waiting for to happen, whether or not it's going to be a three- to four-year window or whether you're just starting that rebuild right now and you better drop to your knees and hope and pray to God that they can find themselves a quarterback worth his salt. Otherwise, for those that don't remember it or weren't alive during it, go back and look up the 80s. What was it, two winning seasons since 1974 or something like that? That was it? You better hope to God that doesn't come about. Not in today's day and age when people want it out of the window, man. 877-867-1670-877-867-1670. Dave says, what's the whining about? He gave us a deadline in the franchise for a tag deadline for his decision. It hasn't happened yet. If it was uh, anyone other than Rodgers, there wouldn't be a peep. Duh, David. He's your quarterback. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's the guy that if he leaves, the team goes back to the dark ages until they find themselves a real quarterback. Duh. You answered your own statement. And it's not whining. It's 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 whether or not – it's not only what, if he comes back. It's does he come back and allow the team to work with him enough to be able to give them enough cap flexibility over the next year or two to get back to even and have enough money – to be able to continue the all-in. They went all-in this year. I don't complain about this franchise one bit. They did everything and everything that, anything, anything and everything they could to go all-in. Devondre Campbell was a find, man. Rasul Douglas was a find. They did. Whitney Merciless was a find until he ended up getting hurt. He, he at least gave you some solid impact minutes. A few snaps that were here and there that were pretty solid. You know, Rashawn Gary came on. Kenny Clark came on. You were able to survive without David Bakhtiari. You were bringing in linemen left and right to just try to fill the bill, and they did. You paid Aaron Jones. You're coming up on, on uh, Jair Alexander. You want to keep that cat around. You want to extend him out. You know, you've got, you got guys you want to hang on to. Man, they went all in. I don't complain about this franchise at all. They did anything and everything they could to win. Now, special teams suck swamp water. And Maurice Drayton was completely the wrong guy. And maybe that cheapness on not spending the money on on getting yourself a special teams coordinator worth more and had more knowledge and more of a track record, that ultimately hurt you. But in the biggest moment, it wasn't just the special teams. The offense was inept. The offense was inept. Um... And Timbo says, did you notice that all the love Aaron was uh, spreading did not include the media? Huh? I wonder why. If the media relentlessly went after you, dissecting every single thing you said, I wonder how you'd behave. Okay. So what? The media goes at, you don't look at, look at it this way. If you don't say anything in public and you don't do anything in public, there's nothing to dissect. Right? Correct me if I'm wrong. 
There's people that go away and they're not heard from, and then they come out and do something great, and we talk about it. Then there's people that keep themselves in the media. Aaron Rodgers played the game, then turned around and blamed the media, remember. Do you forget about that, Tim Bob? He blamed the media for, as he put it, not asking a follow-up question. When up until that point, it was like if you asked a follow-up question to try to get verification from Rodgers, he would get mad at you. He plays the game better than anybody. He is a, a media manipulator genius. So, and again, I, what, whatever he says and the colon cleansing and all that stuff, whatever, okay? But the bottom line is we all know the cap situation in Green Bay. We wait for Rodgers to come back, but not only come back, but it's how he comes back. Does he come back and say, I still want the, to be the highest paid player in football? Or does he come back and say, you know what, whatever we need to do to win, whatever cap situation you need, need to alleviate, um, you know, I'll, I'll pull a Tom Brady deal. Brady played for a couple of years with $14 million as a salary. Unheard of. But he did. Brady, look, we all keep holding Tom Brady up as the GOAT, as the exemplary method to by which to uh, you know be a quarterback in the National Football League. Now I understand the whole Giselle side of things. I get it. But at some point, after making over $300 million in your career, if do you need 40 or can you take 20? You know? If you need 25, can you really, you know, do you need 25 or can you take 17? Because the more money you give back is the more money we have to spend. And, and that's where Brian Gutekinds has to come in and say, look, whatever you don't take, I promise you, we will spend money. We will go out and try to find the best players we can to bring them in to give you legacy with this franchise, to give you a better opportunity to win another championship or two with this franchise. I mean, there's a, there's a balance there. It's not just, it's not just, hey, get off Aaron's back. Aaron holds a lot of cards in this and he knows that. And you can't hold him up on one hand and say he's the smartest guy in the room. And then on the other hand, say, well, he's ignorant. He just needs the money. Come on. He's got to know, right? <laughs> Ricky says, and oh my God, who cannot live on 14 million a year? Exactly. Ah. <sighs> Ronald says, please assure me that they are not freeing up all this salary cap space to pay Devontae Adams and then Rodgers. Not much to build around. I, I completely agree. If they come to a long-term deal with Devontae Adams, my assumption is a lot of that money will be paid towards the back end uh, or after like year two um, because they can't afford it up front and it'll give them a lot of alleviation when it comes to being able to keep Devontae around. Same thing with Rodgers. It just depends on what the amount of guaranteed money is. Uh, let's step away, take a quick break. This portion of the program, got to say thanks to our friends over there at Pindell, a manufacturing company right there in New Berlin. And they're, they're a great company, first of all. They uh, had a record year last year. They continue to raise salary for their employees. They continue to give you more and more opportunities in education. Uh, good company to work for. Good company to work for. Go to Pindell, P-I-N-D-E-L dot com. And if you're looking to do work with a company like that in the state of Wisconsin or beyond the borders, if you're listening, go to Pindell, P-I-N-D-E-L dot com. Pindell dot com. That is Pindell dot com. More of the Bill Michael Show next. The Bill Michael Show continues on. 
If you're heading out this weekend, great place. Downtown Waukesha was down there over the weekend. Uh, TheNiceAsh.com. TheNiceAsh.com. 323 West Main Street, downtown Waukesha, where they have a great selection of uh, spirits, beers, hookahs, uh, cigars. But they've got some really good whiskeys. Uh, some of their one-off whiskeys down there now, whiskeys and bourbons that they have, and a, a great relationship with their customers down there. Uh, they've got a new bartender. Uh, Kristen is down there. They've got uh, Crystal, Trish, the gang, uh, Aaron. They're great, good people down there. Stop in and say hi. Also want to say hi to our friends at Sloppy Joe's. GoSloppyJoe's.com. That's GoSloppyJoe's.com. Joe's got that uh, big new smoker they've got outside for ribs and briskets and steak, and they've got shrimp and uh, great breakfasts on Sunday from 9 till noon. And don't forget live music over the weekend as well. So stop in to Sloppy Joe's uh, out there in Hubertus, on Hubertus. Good people there as well. 877-867-1670. Talking a little bit about Aaron Rodgers, and uh, coming up a little bit later on today, we're going to hear from the general manager of your Green Bay Packers, Brian Gutekinds, is going to be speaking. Uh, let's go back to the phone calls. Talk to Frank. Frank, welcome to the program, the Bill Michael Show. What's going on, man? Hi. Um, I tried to call a couple of days ago, but I couldn't get through. Um, my personal feeling is that management, I don't see that there's any way that they can keep them, period, for the overall health of the team and for this these reasons. Rodgers is... He's the most marketable going forward that he's ever going to be with his fourth MVP. I would seek that trade with Denver. They've got the ninth overall pick in the first. They got two seconds, two thirds, two fifths, two sevenths, and I would pursue that. That would set us up with multiple big draft picks over two draft seasons, and that that kind of draft capital would allow the team to go and pursue uh, other teams' backups that we value who are currently under contract, other teams' uh, part-time players who are under contract. We could go after any free agent we want, but we'd have to do some other trimming. We'd have to... I, what I would do is I would also trade um, Devante, and I would see once if Denver would be interested in a package deal. We could play that a proposal off of the Raiders, because the Raiders certainly wouldn't want Devontae going to a to a, um, a divisional opponent, and uh, Adams could be paired up with his old college quarterback. They're very good friends. Uh, the Raiders lost Henry Ruggs when he had that fatal car wreck. They're not going to re-sign um, Deshaun Jackson, so they need a receiver, and that would give us just unbelievable flexibility to do whatever we wanted. We'd have to cut Zedarius, we'd have to cut Cobb um, Mm -hmm. and some other players as well, uh, Mercedes Lewis but for the overall health of the team, that's the way in in my view, that's the way to do it because if they go and they try to uh, uh, sign work out a deal where it pushes um, Roger's salary into the future, that's like going to a casino with borrowed money and when you lose it you get a marker from a bookie to go and lose some more uh, because when that salary cap comes, all that would do is bring us back to zero with the bad decisions on the Rogers contract. Instead of it being a gold mine for teams in the next year or so to go and use uh, that extra cap money to pursue uh, free agents. The unforced error, I think, by Gutekunst when they re-signed Rogers. When he had two-plus years left on his current contract, 
I don't think Andrew Brandt would have made that mistake. We paid the piper for those in the last couple of years in our limited ability to get free agents. And I think if we try to do this now with Rogers, we're just postponing judgment day and uh, we won't gain any benefit from it. This way here, mm-hmm. we would have draft capital up the union and uh, you'd be able, you've got flexibility as a, as a team and they can't have- Let's see here. What else do we have? Um, this is from Cody who says uh, there's a limit to how many guys they can ha- can do spring bonuses or signing bonuses to uh, to get underneath the salary cap or how many contracts they can restructure. Um, they, put it this way, if they restructured um, many of the guys that they would either have, a, have to either cut loose or what have you, they, they can always figure out a way to get under the cap. That's not the issue. The issue is the guaranteed money. The, the guaranteed money is what gets you into trouble because eventually, regardless of what happens, that comes due. So let's say you got a guy that's going to make $20 million this year in guaranteed money. And you say, you know what? We need to get under the cap. Can we push that money back? He's supposed to get $20 million this year, $20 million next year, $20 million in the year after that. Okay, great. That means, let's just say, you out of guaranteed money, your cap hit goes from $20 million down to $3 million. So you save $17 million. But you've stuck $17 million now his cap hit next year is thirty-seven million. You see what I'm saying? So it, guaranteed money is guaranteed money. That's what you're kicking the can down the road for. You know what I mean? So that's the reason you don't want to take some of these restructured deals and continue to push the guaranteed money down the road. Let's say Bakhtiari, the knee never comes back. And you restructure him and restructure him and restructure him, and suddenly all the guaranteed money you promised him in the contract comes due, and you got to cut him loose. You know, if you've guaranteed him sixty million over five years, and you've only paid him five million, that means fifty-five million of that is due if you cut him loose. The cap hit becomes bigger later down the road. That's the reason you really got to be careful about just shoving guaranteed money to next year. You could you could re-guarantee everybody. Say, look, we're only going to pay everybody a million bucks this year. Restructure everything. And your team's total is $22 million or $53 million for a 53-man roster. Okay, great. But all that money comes due then next year, and your salary cap is not going up by an additional $75,000, million. You know what I mean? So you can do whatever you want, but... That 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 signing bonus, that guaranteed money, all of that, that that you you you've you got to pay it eventually. You got to pay it eventually. You know, where it, Ted Thompson used to be good at this. Ted Thompson, and and they still do, but let's say they sign a guy where he's coming up on a contract next year. Okay. But you have, say, you know, ten million or twelve million or whatever, uh, still of money to spend this season, and then you get into the midway point of this season. What they've done in the past is they've tried to work a deal out during the season and given him that money now. So therefore, later down the road, you don't owe him that money. If you want to cut him loose, you can. He gets his money up front, which is incentive to sign. We'll put it on this year's this year's payroll, which means you're gonna, you know, if your signing bonus is twenty million, and they say, hey, we've got twelve or fourteen million of free cap money, we'll give you six million right now, 
Then you've only got 14 million left over the next two years. That's not bad. You've kind of, you, you, you've paid the money up front. You're not burying yourself. It's kind of like refinancing. Okay. You can refinance your car and refinance your car and refinance your car, but all you're doing is extending the payments. Eventually you're still going to owe all the money, you know? So that's what it is. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Real quick, let's go to Mac listening to us in lacrosse. Mac, how you doing today, man? What's up? Hi, Bill. Long time. First time, long time, I should say. Appreciate your all your work. And uh, I got a couple things for you here that I just heard. By the way, Dave from WKTY sends his love. He's in Florida for a few days here, so nice. I saw him. that. Yeah, I saw his Facebook post. Yeah, good for him. Awesome. Hey, uh, I just lo- I learned this morning on this on ESPN reporter for the Green Bay Packers and Athletic said that Dave Clements didn't come out of retirement at his age to not coach Aaron Rodgers, and it just makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, Aaron Rodgers likes him; he likes Aaron Rodgers. I yeah. don't think he'd come out of retirement and coach. I think and coach. Uh, I Walt, think Rodgers. Anyway. I think Rogers had a hand in that. I think they asked Rogers, you know, because they're losing Luke Getze. Who do you want? And I think he said, "Tom Clements is still sitting out there. Call Tom." Right. So don't you think that they're basically Rogers is kind of helping figuring out what's going on with Devontae Adams before he gives his release of when he's if he's going to play for the Packers, which I think is a ninety nine percent going to the Packers. Don't you think? I think he's coming back. I've said seventy five percent of me says he plays for the Packers. The other. 20% says he retires, and there's 5% of me says that they trade him away. And my last thing for you, Bill, and again, thanks for having me on, is uh, two things Two things here. Number one, when you give the phone number, I know you have to say it fast, or you can kind of slow it down a little bit for those of us okay. Okay. on the Internet. You know, it's hard to try to write it down. But anyway, second thing is you being from Cincinnati originally, correct? Yeah. What was it like watching your Bengals again after all those years from the past Super Bowl? Can you tell us a little bit about that last Super Bowl compared to this one as far as you being a kid now compared to a kid a kid back then when they were in with Kenny oh, Anderson to this yeah. team? Can you tell me that, and I'll get off here, and I'll appreciate it again. Bye. Well, don't forget their last Super Bowl was with Boomer Esiason down in Miami against San Francisco. The first one they went to was to get with Ken Anderson and Pete Johnson and everybody. I appreciate the phone call. Let's do this. I'll take a break. I'll come back and answer this question when we come back. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. This portion of the program being brought to you by our friends at New Mail Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, well beyond the borders as well. All you got to do is give them a call, 414-455-4451. I'll give the phone number slow, 414-455-4451. It really does work. If you got ED, 98% success rate of treating it. How about maybe low T treatments? You're tired, you're moody, you're sluggish, you're ready to go go asleep, go to sleep right now. 414-455-4451. Or if you uh, are just looking at yourself going, I need to lose some weight. T-shirt season's around the corner. Call them. They can help. 414-455-4451. That's 414-455. 455-4451. Again, 414-455-4451. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Welcome back. Bill Michael Show. We continue on. Uh, Going to hear from Brian Gutekunst uh, coming up here in just a little while. Stay tuned. The general manager of the Green Bay Packers. And then after the fact, we're going to hear from Mike Clemens, who is on the scene up there. Mike's telling me there's some construction going on up there, too. They're putting in underground parking and all kinds of stuff right now, making some changes to uh, Lambeau Field. 
not the field itself, but more so some of the uh, structures and such. But uh, interesting. Uh, we'll we'll get the lowdown from Mike coming up here in, in a little bit. Uh, this portion of the program, by the way, uh, brought to you by our friends uh, over there at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Sean and the gang, they're great people. Uh, if you're looking for an epoxy flooring coating, polyurea coating, whatever it happens to be, they can do it. Uh, go to epoxyflooringdoneright.com from Milwaukee to Madison to Green Bay, everywhere in between. EpoxyFlooringDoneRight.com or call Sean 262-443-2852. That's 262-443-2852. 262-443-2852. They do great work. Uh, they did my gym, man. I, and I, every time I go down there, I just admire it. Again, 262-443-2852. That is Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Going back to the, the last caller, I mean, to, to um, <sighs> I grew up in Cincinnati, and to watch them go to the Super Bowl, it was exciting. But I was more excited for some of the guys that I know that are with the team. Dan Horde, who is a good friend of mine. Dave Lapham, uh, also a good friend of mine. Both the broadcasters for that club. Uh, I've still got some friends. Paul Doherty, a uh, longtime writer for the, the um, Cincinnati Enquirer, uh, has been covering the team for years. My buddy Mo Egger, uh, who we have on the program, he works at ESPN Radio down in Cincinnati, and he's covered the team since he was a little kid. I mean, he's he's lived in Cincinnati his entire life. So, and all my friends, you know, that, that are still back in that, that area, uh, they were excited about it. I get, I get excited for that, uh, and for those people. Um, but I, I don't have the same allegiance, the same affiliation because you root for a lot of guys, you know, you root for friends, you root for people you get to know, you know, it's just like with the Packers. I mean, I, I root for, you know, guys like Mason Crosby and Aaron Rodgers, and I root for Devontae, and Bakhtiari's always been a great guy to talk to. You you get a chance to meet these guys and, and sit down and talk with them and respect them. A guy like A.J. Hawk, for years, A.J. was always just such a, a pleasure to talk to, you know. Brady Papinga, same way. I mean, I loved it, enjoyed sitting down and, and talking, you know, with him. James Jones, uh, the same thing. I mean, even though he's not a, a popular figure in Green Bay, Greg Jennings was always great. Always would give you the time of day. You know, there's a lot of guys that come in and they don't want to talk. They don't want to, you know, they, they look at you as in, uh, you know, almost a necessary evil uh, where other guys embrace it. You know, they, they, they love to talk. They love to talk about the game. They love to talk about life. So you, you follow people, you know, you kind of, you know, and I look, um, you know, I mean, Cincinnati, there's a, there's a few guys that, uh, Obviously played in Cincinnati that I had a chance to know a little bit, you know. So Mike Daniels. Mike Daniels, another one that was a former Packer. I love talking to Mike. He was a little crazy, but I love talking to Mike. We used to have him on the show all the time. Mike Daniels was with Cincinnati this past year. Kind of root for those guys. Two hours down, two hours yet to go. 